0: Shovel Knight, a side-scrolling 8-bit platformer about a shovel-wielding knight and his quest for justice. Can our hosts dig up a tale among these knights, garden tools, and evil magics? Find out on this episode of Game Reel.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Game Reel. I'm Matt Brennan with my co-hosts. I'm Cassidy Easton.
2: And I'm Annika Gautormson.
1: And on this episode, we're going to be covering Shovel Knight. So Shovel Knight is a 2D side-scrolling platform developed by Yacht Club Gaming from a very successful Kickstarter. It's this really cool indie game. Came out in 2014, but ever since then, like pretty much every year, they've been releasing really free DLC every year. Like adding on yeah. to the game and so it's like 40 bucks now but it's a really good offer because it's got like so much shit So it's much like stuff. four games yeah maybe five maybe even five it's a lot of <laughs> games and then you have new game plus so which makes it harder so maybe it's 10 <laughs> yeah <games. laughs> it's a lot
0: it's as many games as you want
1: for 40 bucks <laughs> yeah totally there are multiple little campaigns that you can go through but Mostly, you know, you play as Shovel Knight. He's like a little, little cool short king, a little tiny little blue guy carrying a shovel with his taller than him GF Shield Knight. <laughs> it's pretty... <sighs> very progressive, you know. Extremely. Mm-hmm. But it's a really cool throwback to like 8-bit, like NES type games. Like It pulls from like DuckTales and Zelda 2 mm-hmm. and a bunch of different stuff. That play into the aesthetics and the gameplay and it's just really fun you play as a knight who ventured off to this thing called the tower of fate with his companion shield knight trying to find this amulet but then oh no amulets evil and it like takes over shield knight with evil darkness and then you have to fight a bunch of knights called the order of no quarter to get your gf back it's very dramatic
0: i will also say Probably one of the best video game soundtracks I've ever heard. Hell yeah. I love it's it so, really so much.
1: Super tight.
0: Very energetic. Yeah, Jake Kaufman, who did, the, who did the soundtrack, I don't know if he got any awards, but he should. They're he, fucking great. He's
1: gotten awards in my heart.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm giving him awards right now. I'm oh, mailing yeah. them to him. I've played the main game, Shovel of Hope, and then I've played the just past the first few bosses of plague of shadows specter of torment and king of cards but i haven't played much more than that
1: i for the episode i finished the first campaign of just uh, which sh- uh shovel of hope and i played plague of shadows and the specter Knight campaign which is my favorite which we'll get into mm-hmm. later but mm-hmm. i haven't played a uh, king of cards yet but it looks cool you know it's fun hmm and anika of course you've uh defeated all of them on the hardest difficulty you hold all <laughs> the speedrun uh world records for every single campaign right? um
2: i've actually never played any of it
1: oh <laughs>
0: <gasps> damn i feel lied to i thought you were the number one ranked player in the world honestly i hope this inspires you to play it because it's genuinely such a fun like just like Just, like, fun in the sense that it makes you smile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, all the characters are so, like, have so much personality and, like, even, like, the little side village characters or whatever are just, like, they're so great. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of attention to detail. Everything
1: is super vibrant. There's a lot of, like, little flavor text. Each tiny conversation is very cute and sweet. And you get, like, even though, like, it's a pretty bare-bones story, you do get, like, backstory between all the guys. It's just fun yeah. little trivia bits. Um, Annika, do you want to go first? Talk about some of the ones that caught your eye.
2: Sure. Um, yeah, so I've never played the game before. Listen, I'm saving up for a PS5.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we respect the grind, King. <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: Um, but I was, when I was looking up the game, I was mostly going through. The original Shovel Knight story, so I guess it's called Shovel Knight, Shovel of Hope, that came out in 2014. Mm -hmm. And reading through that plot, and looking at those characters, and the one that stood out to me the most was the Plague Knight. Just Mm. because of his design, I love him, I think he's so cute. (laughs) Even though he's he's evil.
1: He's evil, but he's very wacky in a fun way. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: And I was watching his boss battle, and I loved... The design of his boss battle i
0: thought it was very oh my god yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'll piggyback right off that <laughs> uh plague knight is my also my favorite knight oh. um he also he also has my favorite he's my favorite for a lot of reasons but he also has my favorite boss fight music of the whole game it's like the song that gets me the most excited, if I ever want to like hype myself up to do a bunch of work, I'll listen to the song on repeat <laughs> and just fucking become so excited and hyped. So my second favorite knight is uh, the Mole Knight because I just I just love him. I just love his design. He has these like big molten claws and he's like fire themed, which I didn't expect from him. Mm-hmm. He's just so cool, but uh, he is second in my heart because like Annika Plague Knight is first in my heart. I love him so much.
2: And what about you, Matt?
1: Um, I am a very big Specter Knight simp. He um, in the in the OG campaign, he's kind of like the easiest and like not the most memorable boss. But mm. when you play his campaign, there's like so much crazy stuff about him. He's, his his backstory is super tragic. His whole thing is that he was just like some adventurer going to the tower of fate, and then him and his buddy die but he gets resurrected by the enchantress and she forces him to gather all the uh knights from the order of no quarter together but like this entire time like he's just he's so angsty and goth and shit and I love it. He's got a big scythe. All his items are super cool. Yeah, also in his campaign there's a lot more movement options like you could like just be like whizzing across the stage and there's this thing you could like use his scythe as a skateboard and get around really fast and it's really fun but yeah so should we get into the movie pitches guys
0: uh i'll i'll go to bat for plague of shadows i uh i haven't played the entirety of plague of shadows yet because uh, for me, honestly, Plague Knight, the way Plague Knight controls is very strange, and I haven't really gotten a big handle on it yet, so I haven't, like, I haven't beaten too many bosses. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I read through the wiki, I actually really loved the story of Plague of Shadows because the story, as it goes, is Plague Knight is, like, this in like insane alchemist. He's, like, known for being unhinged and insane but he is in love with his assistant or you know partner in crime this woman named mona Mm -hmm. who uh i think like sells potions to shovel knight and shovel of hope but she's like the she's like you know working with plague knight to create the ultimate potion and plague knight's whole quest is he is trying to get the ingredients which each of the like you know other knights are unknowingly holding to make the ultimate potion of ultimate power Mm -hmm. and it's like later revealed in this like long quest of him like fighting these other knights and trying to get their essences to like you know make this potion it's revealed that he's trying to make this potion to make mona love him because he thinks she'll only love him if he's able to make this potion but what he doesn't know is that she already loves him and so it's like this journey of like learning his self-worth And then eventually, like, you know, like, proving to himself that he's worthy of love. And then, like, admitting his love to Mona, and she admits her love to him. And then, like, ultimately, in the end, he, like, kind of helps Shovel Knight out. Unknowingly, because their stories play out at the same time. I think his story would be very fun to, like, sort of tweak and sort of explore and see what we could do with. As I've been saying, I really like the Spectre of Torment
1: campaign, (laughs) and I really like Spectre Knight, so mine... Would similar to Cassidy's would be like us reworking a little bit his campaign because I think the whole I, I I love angst I just it's mm-hmm. a very i very weak to it I've all quarantine <laughs> I've been listening to Nine Inch Nails a lot I've been going through some phases y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all but yeah his whole thing about how he's a zombie who's like basically a slave to this person who kind of killed him and his friend is very interesting to me. And also in in the story, like, a a big part of it is that it's, like... I forget his friend's name, but Spectre Knight's this guy named Donovan, and they're out searching for this treasure that is the amulet that eventually creates Enchantress, like, the big boss villain in all the campaigns. I think a part of it was they were trying to get this amulet because uh, Spectre Knight's friend wanted to protect his, like, baby son, who was... Yeah. I mean, he wasn't a baby, but, like, to protect his son, to, like, give him strength and stuff, and so they lose that. But his son grows mm-hmm. up later in the campaign, and he comes to, like, fight you, and Enchantress, oh. like, takes over his mind and makes him work for you guys. So I think the added thing mm-hmm. of Spectre Knight is basically enslaved by this villain, and also he sees his friends son be going through the same thing I think that works really well and upping the stakes so it could be like you know not only this like dark angsty gothic story but also Mm -hmm. something about you know taking care of your friends like now fatherless son and becoming that role model
2: oh I love that
1: while still being like you know and a moody zombie guy
2: since the game's storylines have shovel of hope as like the last events in the storyline because from what i was reading king of cards happens like previously and the events of shovel of hope happen like co-currently with plague of shadows i wanted Mm. to like explore a universe where the order of no quarter still exists and they try to bring the enchantress back Mm. except it would be from the perspective of the Black Knight, who is going to go and save um, Shovel Knight, who's been captured by the Order of No Quarter. And I think uh. he would go with, um, with Shield Knight, and it kind of would be about him working through like his unrequited love for her. And maybe he falls for someone new who would be a character that we can make up. Or he, like, realizes that he can, like, that he's okay with loving her and having her not love him back.
0: Yeah, Yeah. for being happy for her.
2: Yeah.
1: I kind of love that. That's awesome. The incel redemption arc. The incel (laughs) redemption arc. Yes, that's what I was thinking. (laughs)
0: It it'll be a it'll be a, a blueprint for how incels can heal their broken minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just thought it would be interesting to have like we've all pitched stories where Shovel Knight really is not the main character.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I think Shovel Knight's story itself is not that interesting because it's like the typical like adventurer goes on a quest and beats a bunch of villains and saves the damsel in distress Mm -hmm. right
1: and i think that
0: only makes sense because of what it's an homage to Mm -hmm. yeah it's like a it's like yeah it's trying to be old yeah Yeah. which i also which is why i kind of which is why i personally wanted to pitch like one of the other you know campaigns because they're a lot more nuanced Mm -hmm. yes and they're a lot more interesting and like because in in Shovel Knight, when you first fight all of the Order of No Quarter, at first they all just seem like villains. It's like all of these guys are evil. N- there's nothing good that they do, mm-hmm. um, and you know you just wipe them all out. But um, when you play the other the other like games, you realize that they're not evil, and in fact they're kind of being forced into this by Enchantress through Specter Knight. Specter Knight's, like, the only one that's, like, quote-unquote evil, Mm -hmm. because he's, like, undead. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah. And, like, Plague Knight's not really evil. He's just kind of... He's, like, a mad scientist, so he's doing... He's, like, he joined the Order for his own reasons. Yeah. And Mm then... I think King Knight's legitimately evil, because he does, like... He does lose the approval. Yeah, he overthrows all the monarchs, and... (laughs) uh and then does betray like all of his friends um when you beat the game in like the regular
1: shovel knight campaign there's like a little bit of like after credits thing to show like what everyone's doing and i think most of the knights are helping the people out after mm-hmm. like the great evil has been disturbed, but um king knight is just crying that he's not king anymore and he's like wiping <laughs> floors in the castle <laughs>
0: It's it's but, perfectly lame. Good, for him. Good, he deserves it. Yeah, but I also kind of I like Annika. I like your idea because it kind of lets us in, like invent a new villain because mm-hmm. like Enchantress is Shield Knight. Mm-hmm. With your idea, we get to invent a new villain and also invent a new reason why the Order of No Quarter is back together and being evil again. I'd be I'd be up for seeing what we come up with there.
2: Yeah, I would too and I think it could be interesting to also explore like who Shield Knight is a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Cuz I don't think we learn that much about her.
2: Yeah. From, no, not really. Yeah, from what I could read in the wiki, you don't really learn that much about her and then she becomes the enchantress but what are her thoughts on being the enchantress how does
1: she
2: <laughs> yeah do that?
1: yeah like maybe she kind of likes it who knows maybe <laughs> yeah, she cool. kind of likes it
2: maybe she's drawn to it and she Ooh. she's the reason yeah. shovel knights captured
1: right <laughs> oh my god because yeah cuz she uses her shield she's always defending but maybe she wants to kick some ass you know mm. yeah maybe she wants
0: more power <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think this is a good starting point.
0: Oh, I, I just thought of a title for it, too, because, you know, every <laughs> game has like a title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could call this one Shield Knight, Shield of Redemption. Ooh. yeah. Because she's like redeeming herself for being the the enchantress for so long. Yeah, maybe all the villagers are still kind of scared of her, you know. Yeah, like the whole world is like they they're they're happy that Sh or Shield Knight is back, but like they're wary because like yeah. what if she's still a little evil? <laughs> what if she still has like a little bit of like dark magic residue left off
1: from her? That oh, comes out in
0: yeah, that would be so cool where it comes out while she's fighting and like purple greenish magic comes out of her. Yeah, so as
1: as like a villain thing something that Cassidy uh, for like our main villain that we create in the new story mm-hmm. but this is also kind of like building off of stuff that's already there something yeah. that uh Cassidy said about um King Knight not really being like a king knight he's just kind of a <gasps> fool and i was thinking <laughs> yeah. like oh what if he that then he's just kind of like fool knight or like jester knight or something so what if he <laughs> like fully embraces being the heel and becomes like a fucking like kooky like jester guy who like just wants to just fuck up everything i don't know
0: oh maybe he's the one that unleashes the big evil yeah maybe oh yeah and is is the reason for the or is like the new he's like the new specter knight in the way that he gets the order of no quarter back together Mm -hmm. yeah okay awesome so I guess I what what is this evil? What like what it what what are, what do we think this evil is gonna be? And how do our two two lovers find out about it?
1: We don't have to use this, but it's something that I thought about while playing it, because a big part of Shovel Knight is the treasure. Like you're just like mm-hmm. digging up piles of just jewels and random stuff yeah and many times that i'm playing i die trying to get that treasure you know <laughs> i'm just like just wasting my time because i want all the monies even though i ran out of stuff to buy i'm still trying to get all those monies yeah and so maybe the evil is greed or something of a economic problem you know hmm. hmm
0: i like that although that does kind of single out treasure Night. As the real main villain. Because he has a bunch of treasure.
1: That's true. I was thinking more like. Everyone has just been like. Just swashbuckling. And digging for treasure so much. That the uh-huh. resources have kind of ran dry. And there's uh-huh. a lot
0: of like. Economic distress. Uh-huh. True. But then. But isn't the villain like a possessed. Is either a possessed Or kidnapped shovel knight right that's kind of what i was picturing like shovel knight gets possessed shield knight style and becomes like a monstrous version of himself that's not himself
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe what possesses him is like this extreme thing of greed that's encased Mm. in some kind of treasure
2: like something similar to the amulet where he but it like becomes all consuming and he feels like he has to have it
0: yeah yeah When you say greed and we're talking about a fantasy setting, I automatically think about dragons.
1: That's interesting because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of crazy dragons in Shovel Knight, which
0: isn't yeah. There's there's like one enemy and it's like a big bubble blowing drake. Yeah, but it's not much of a dragon.
2: Maybe we could introduce a dragon.
0: Yeah, like maybe yeah, because maybe the 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 land right now is like. A land of plenty mm-hmm. because there are no dragons so everybody has like enough to eat enough money money's like found everywhere because dragons are no longer you know scooping it up and stealing it from people like there's some kind of magical something that possesses shovel knight and then like turns him into a dragon or something
2: that could be cool,
0: or turns him into some kind of dragon monster that's not like totally a dragon, but it's like it has the same greed as a dragon. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like this like magical extreme greed device turns him into a dragon. I like the idea of that. Okay, so I think for Jester Knight. I don't think we should know that he's king knight until like towards the end Uh, i think it should be like marks in kirby you know how like in the beginning when marks is introduced he's like this happy little guy it's kind of a lot like marks now they think (laughs) but he's like this happy little guy (laughs) and like no he's very joyous and like everyone's like yeah he's cool and he's like hey i know about this treasure over here you know oh "Oh, yeah jester knight he leads them to this uh-huh. And that way, he gets Shovel Knight out of the picture, who's like his biggest enemy, King yeah, Knight slash he, Knight.
0: He overthrew him.
1: Yeah, he overthrew him, and it reveals like this whole fucking like ambush thing, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: I like that. So then, would it be that Shovel Knight is forced to be like take the magical item and become the dragon, or does he? I think, want to do it.
1: I think he wants to do it, and his like. His hubris of greed is being like, Just Knight's like pushing him to do it. Like he's not forcing him, but he's like mm-hmm. leading him down the wrong path.
0: Or he could just straight up be tricked because I don't think Shovel Knight's all that smart. No, not really. Should Shovel Knight be, or should Dragon Knight, Shovel Knight, Dragon, should he be like a a servant of of uh King Knight, or should he just be like a force of nature that? Um, or should he be like the, the leader and is like, you know, giving orders?
2: I like the idea of I him think... maybe being a force of nature and when he becomes the Dragon Knight, he maybe can't remember when he comes out of it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I think it would make more sense that he's a force of nature who's like so overwhelmed by this idea of greed that mm-hmm. not even like Jester Knight can control him. He's just kind of like
0: fucking shit up. I think Jester Knight should want... I think his motivation should be he wants to go back to how things were when Enchantress was in charge, which for him was he just got to be King Pridemore. He got to take over Pridemore keep.
2: What if his motivation is that he he's afraid of becoming the dragon because he doesn't know what it'll do to him. So he needs someone else to do it. Oh, and yeah. he wants that other person, Shovel Knight, to hoard resources for him and then he's going to sacrifice Shovel Knight as like a distraction oh. while he makes off with the wealth. Cause I oh. I was just trying to think of like what would be his motivation for sending someone else to take the magical item and not doing it himself.
0: I really like that. I also that also kind of leaves this open for like during the end. He, like, reveals himself, like, maybe he reveals himself to be King Knight only at the very end. Like, that leaves us open to have, like, an epic, like, like mega boss form revealed where it's, like, Shovel Knight was, like, a force to be reckoned with when he was Dragon Knight, but he was, like, he didn't know what he was doing and he wasn't doing it on purpose, so he was, like, not at full strength, but when like when King Knight finally reveals himself and takes the orb away from Shovel Knight, he's like, "I will be the ultimate dragon." Then he becomes like a like a like a giant like even worse, even like higher power dragon monster kind of thing, and they all have to work together to fight him
2: yes. in the very end. Yes, that's mm-hmm. so cool.
0: Okay, so where do we start this movie? Are we starting it like with the the typical? Oh, shovel knight intro oh what's up we gotta do we gotta do the fucking
1: storybook opening it up telling (gasps) us the story oh my god yes came before you gotta do it
0: you're so right yes it's like ah that's so good yeah it's like a, a narrator flipping through a storybook and telling us about the the enchantress and the brave shovel knight who saved the shield knight and you know and also black knight was there and Black Knight was there. <laughs> and yeah, he, he or Black Knight is like uh, jumbled in with all of like the foes he defeated along the way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking we're doing that. So like we're having the hmm. narration going through the book. Yes. And then we kind of cut up like that into we're in like some kind of like tavern bar type thing. And Shovel Knight's telling the story to everyone. Maybe a little oh, tipsy. Really? Yeah, <laughs> and he's maybe he's kind of gassing himself up a little bit, but hmm. Black Knight's there too, and he's like, "I was also there, you know, I was doing stuff too, you know, just saying." And then Shovel Knight's uh-huh. like, "Yeah, you were, you know, you know, <laughs>
0: but mostly me, something like that."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, it's I I think it's very interesting that I th- you're you're like characterizing Shovel Knight as kind of this like stuck up character i never pictured him like that i kind of pictured him like a blank slate he's totally not he is a blank slate but i
1: think for the purposes of our story and establishing like the dynamics Mm -hmm. within this trio Mm -hmm. i think we can give him a bit of an inflated ego after he
0: saved the whole countryside Hmm, okay
2: (laughs) fair enough
0: all right yeah so shovel knight's kind of too hot too hot to trot He's too and... hot to trot, and he's very weak to schmoozing. Okay, yeah.
1: And maybe that's when Jester Knight comes in. Into the tower. Oh,
0: yeah, that's how he fools him. That's how he tricks him into going into the the cave or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: like, like, maybe he's telling them the story
1: and, like, the amulet and stuff, and then Jester Knight comes in, and he's like, oh, but you've never got a
0: treasure this grand before. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> What does Shield Knight think about all this? Because I think also Shield Knight is it is she the main character or is Black Knight the main character? I
1: think mm-hmm. they
0: could both be the main character. I think we'd spread the love around, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think also. It's
0: both. I just had a thought. Charlize Theron is Sh- Shield Knight.
1: <laughs>
2: yes.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool.
1: Just thought I'd share. <laughs> I'm sure she'd be ecstatic when we skinned sc- her the screenplay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, these two learn, uh, or Shovel Knight learns this treasure, and then what? He, like, pitches it to his companions? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I feel like he should tell the other two about it. Yeah. And they should maybe try and talk him out of going.
1: In this sequence, though, can we have Jester Knight trying to convince them in a kind of cabaret-esque song? Yeah, I think like Jester
0: that. Knight has to has to put forward a really good argument, because I think all three of them are going to be wary of, like, huge treasures. And so then, well, I, guess, I guess Shovel Knight's, like, confidence is what gets the other two to come with him.
1: Yeah. I think he could, like, come on, chums, arms around both of their necks type dealio. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bring him in. So then they go to the cave... There's probably like ghoulies and baddies along the way. I think there should also be some rats. Oh a little yeah.
1: little <gasps> wink wink. Yeah. Wink wink the wink. Rats. Wink 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 wink.
0: Now are they rats with propellers or no, we can't, we can't we can't give it rats? away that that hard. Yeah. But you know Okay.
1: Maybe like this this cave is like ransacked with feral rats. And yeah. like that's why no one comes there. But Jester's knight's no- like, oh no, don't worry, I have this magic flute, or, or like a horn or something. Because <laughs>
0: uh-huh. in the boss
1: battle with a uh, king knight, you know he has like the little like horn. I forget yeah. what you call it, fanfare thing. Yeah, that he do with the confetti.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the name of those are. What is the treasure exactly? Do we do do we does does it matter really? The last one, I think we can.
1: We could make it something real saucy. Mm-hmm. Like a dragon's cauldron or something, like a cauldron that never runs out, a,
0: a bottomless cauldron that never runs out of gold or something like that. Ooh, what if it's like a chalice?
2: Oh, I love it. Kings that. love chalices. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like, this is the dragon's chalice. They say whoever drinks from it becomes richer than their then they can never imagine or something like yeah. that but like rich he, like, as a dragon to like oh, the transformation? Yeah. that's so oh, good
2: yes yes
0: and so then he he invites shovel knight to drink from it Ooh, yeah i like that and then shovel knight transforms into just like a dragon or a dragon knight I
1: think it should be a slow transformation that gets war- more, more and more monstrous as the movie goes on. Yeah. Oh, like, like that. Yeah. Like, let's say the his Shovel Knight's armor like grafts onto his skin, and he like his yeah. skin turns blue, and his horns get bigger, and maybe as it goes he on, he grows like bat-like wings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Also,
1: a shovel tail. I don't know.
0: a <laughs> oh, shovel tail. That's so good. I
2: love that. I feel like they should try to battle him and, mm-hmm. and lose, and yeah, Black Knight and Chill Knight should have to flee.
0: Which will be easy, because Black Knight has his turtle. What's it's his turtle? turtle's name?
1: His name is Terropin.
0: Terrapin. Terrapin, <laughs> that's right.
1: Or terrapin. Okay.
0: Oh, okay, Terrapin. That makes sense. He's a scary, like... He could be called Terry. <sighs> Yes, his name's Terry, but it, he like insists that everyone calls him Terrapin when they don't if they don't know him. Oh, he talks? Oh, I was talking about Black Knight, but okay. I do like the idea of Terrapin talking, but that might be a little too much. He only talks a little. Yeah. <laughs> he's a turtle of words. He talks at the very end, <laughs> in the end credits.
1: <laughs> That's great. Okay, so <laughs> okay. so yeah. we're in like the dragon's cave or whatever. Like this thing's taken over Shovel Knight. I imagine the rats stop. Like this is where Jester Knight turns on them, and the rats stop being docile and go back to being feral and start attacking them, which forces them out of the yeah. cave.
2: Yeah, they have to run. Yeah. Oh,
0: maybe maybe it's maybe there's something like Shield Knight doesn't want to use her latent like leftover enchantress abilities. Because, like, maybe she, like, uses them in, like, just a little bit, or, like, they accidentally come out when, like, they're fighting their way in there. But, like, she's, like, not comfortable with using those the, those abilities she got. So, like, she doesn't use them during this fight, which forces them to flee.
2: Yeah. Maybe there's, like, a hint of it, and it comes out, but then she's, she suppresses she like, it. She's like, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah.
0: And that can be her arc, too, is, like, getting comfortable with, like, using these abilities she got. All right, so, they flee. What do they do next? They panic. (laughs) They're very stressed (laughs) out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very what-have-we-done kind of thing. I Mm -hmm. think Shield Knight panics the most because this is very much like what happened to her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true.
1: Maybe it brings out some of the enchantress in her just, like, a tiny
0: bit. Oh yeah, it's got to be one of those situations where she doesn't have full control over power. Yeah.
2: Well, maybe, maybe that's what they have to do. Is they have to find a way to help her get control over her her abilities.
0: This might be a little bit of a stretch, and it might it might clash a little bit with the order of No Quarter getting back together. Mm-hmm. But what if like Black Knight is like, well, all right. Those powers are really powerful, but we don't want them like working against us. So we should get that like under control. The, I, the only person I can think of who knew Enchantress the best was Specter Knight. Ooh, my oh. boy! So, yeah. So what if they have to go like find Specter Knight, and like she has to learn how to control her power from him?
2: So what if what if we stay on? jester knight and shovel knight for a bit and see what they get up to and like the havoc that they wreak and then we can jump back into the other story i guess because that would also help to like add more stakes
0: Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: they're i imagine they're ransacking the shit out of everything Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i think they definitely go for pride more first because it's got riches, and Chester Knight has a beef with it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think a cool idea that maybe we implement is that Shovel Knight is like straight up, just like eating all the gold <laughs> that's there. Like he's shoveling oh. into, it. like he's like absorbing all of that, or maybe he puts it in the chalice and it turns to li- like liquid gold, and he drinks it. and
0: He becomes more monstrous.
2: Oh yeah.
0: I like that, but I kind of want to save that for Jester Knight himself. Okay. I think Shovel Knight should be hoarding the gold. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But... Maybe he could hoard it in the chalice, since it's, like, bottomless or whatever. True. Yeah, or just, like, keep it in one location where Jester Knight always is. And then when they, like, figure out, like, when our heroes figure out what to do and, like, how to overcome this... And, like, who is actually behind it, that's when, like, King Knight reveals himself and then, like, uses the chalice to absorb all the gold and then becomes, like, the full-fledged dragon. Mm -hmm. As uh, Dragon Knight is ravaging the countryside, Jester Knight's, like, keeping tabs on him. Yeah. it's like, following him wherever he goes. Bring the gold back to the cave or whatever. Yeah. Maybe not a cave. Maybe a mountain. Somewhere more Final bossy yeah
1: what if it's pride more reach but it's just like flooded in a mountain of gold yeah of all like the gold that they've been hoarding oh that's cool it's it's like in the sky it's like mount olympus it's like high up in the atmosphere and also i think it'd be a good visual representation of the evil of greed yeah yeah
0: is a theme in this Mm -hmm. low-key low-key high-key high-key black knight and shield knight need to grow as people mm-hmm. so how do they do that i want the knights to like help out in this struggle but i also agree with matt that our characters have to grow on their own mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is there some way we can tie them in
1: like the the order of no quarter in yeah having like, something useful to do in the story
0: yeah, because they're not bad guys. They're just they get henchmenified like often. So, okay. I'm trying to think of like what what do we want? What do we want Shield Knight? How do we want Shield Knight to grow, right? Because she's starting off like, you know, a little a little weird about the enchantress stuff and not wanting to use her newfound powers and also got a weird relationship with black knight some
1: i i don't know what exactly is her flaw but i do know that for the sake of a very apt pun she needs to let her guard down
0: <laughs> wink, wink, oh, wink, yeah oh maybe that's it maybe she doesn't want to be a hero oh maybe she's mm-hmm. uncomfortable with being a hero because like being a hero like got her into being the enchantress I feel like
1: a part of her character, though, is, like, the undying need to protect people. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is what drives her in the original story. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, in, like, the final battle, spoilers. But in the final battle, she, like, sacrifices herself to protect her shield boys, or her, her shovel boys.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe she's lost that, and she, like, the story is about her refinding that love. Because I feel like um, Black Knight, his characterization is very, like, duty-driven. And he has, like, mm-hmm. a very strong moral compass. Yeah. And maybe mm-hmm. he has to, like, reteach her how to, like, be a hero again. Because it's something she's become afraid of.
1: As a side note, I would like mm-hmm. many shots of her holding her shield up to herself and looking at her reflection. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Naturally. We need some Naturally. visual metaphors going on. Oh, that can be a very Lord of the Rings thing too, where she like she could even have like conversations with the the reflection in the shield like Gollum has with himself. Oh she can have an the Enchantress Rings. Gollum in her? Yeah. Yeah, cool. like when she sometimes looks into the shield, Enchantress looks back at her and is like, Hey, I never left you. That's right. Really I'm still so part of you and I'm part of you that can hurt people. Oh, maybe that's it. She thinks she has to protect other people from herself. But what she doesn't realize is that she... Ha- uh, well, uh, that kind of fell apart as I was saying it. But <laughs> something with that?
2: Yeah, but she realizes that if she can control it, there's no need to be afraid of that.
1: I guess it's I like about it. accepting your dark past and moving forward. Yeah. Knowing that that is will always be a part of you. It's absolutely a redemption you. thing.
0: Yeah. It's, So she is afraid of using her powers because she thinks she has to protect other people from herself. So she just is not going to use them, which they need to do in order to have the upper hand in this battle.
2: Oh, she's like, wait, what's that girl from X-Men? Phoenix?
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Dark Phoenix. or Jean Grey. Yeah. Yeah. And how does Black Knight help her through that?
1: All right, so that's her character arc. And yes. so, as we said, this is the incel redemption arc, <laughs> Yes. And so, so his thing must be to, like, always be there for her and always, like, try to help her through this by also learning that, like, the feelings aren't reciprocated and, like, learning to have this less toxic, more platonic love, I guess. Yeah,
2: more friendship.
1: Maybe because his thing, he's, like, never really wanted to protect other people. So he's also learning to, like, protect it. So they're doing it together, you know? Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like at a certain point, there needs to be, like, some sort of hard line, like, where S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight is, like, we will not be together. And he has to kind of decide that he's going to still do the right thing
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh maybe that's it maybe that's like a conversation they have mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. she's like she's like black knight do you know why i never why i never chose you or why i chose shovel knight over you because shovel knight fights for other people mm-hmm. you only fought for me and that's like a wake-up call for him or something at some point like before the final battle
2: part of me feels like maybe there needs to be, like, a fight between the two. And mm-hmm. Black Knight has to decide that he's still gonna do the right thing, even though she's not with him.
1: I feel like during, like, the first, like, two-thirds of the movie, because Shovel has is gone, Black Knight is, like... Not in, like, the most aggressive way, but, like, trying to be, like, making the moves on her. You know? Mm. I feel like before that, though, we need to know that dragon knight and jester knight is too powerful for just normal not super powered shield knight and black knight
0: yes well i think yeah i think that can be illustrated when he first transforms when he's like at his lowest power but he still like beats the shit out of them Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then shield knight has the the chance to use her powers but she doesn't because she doesn't know how to control them yeah. And maybe it's even one of those scenes where like she looks at her shield and she sees the enchantress like in her shield and she's like, "Yes, let me out." And she's like, "Oh no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that."
2: Yeah, but so I think they have to flee and then decide to look for Spectre Knight.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, is that something they should come is that the first conclusion they should come to or like does does Black Knight know that she has these powers or does she even tell him?
2: I feel like he should know because part of me thinks he should be, like, pushing her to explore it more.
0: So maybe he's like, oh, I know someone who might be able to help you once he's, like, not able to make Shield Knight just use her powers. So then he takes her to Specter Knight. And that could be pretty cool, too, because they could have a whole, like, dramatic, dark, spooky scene where he's, like, looks at... Like, Specter Knight looks at uh, Shield Knight and he's like, I sense her presence in you, or something (laughs) like that, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, you are not fully rid of her, though the amulet is destroyed. I also think
1: that he might be a little afraid of her because of that, and that makes her feel like a monster.
2: Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: because this monster's afraid of her?
2: I feel like we could do one of those scenes where he... Like, they battle, or, like, he like, forces a battle on her and Black Knight and mm. kind of forces her her abilities out of her. And then she it, it becomes, like, maybe she can't control it, she's too powerful, and then he, like, starts to give her advice, like, oh, don't you remember when you were able to do this? Or, like, you, you controlled it this way. Because maybe, I don't know, maybe he's, like, sick of always being under someone's thumb and he wants he like genuinely wants to help
1: and during this training thing we're seeing like Jester knight and dragon knight just fucking up all the other like (laughs) locales
0: and then like during training i think that's when like some kind of confrontation happens between black knight and shield knight
1: i think like a really gross like toxic inferiority complex the shovel knight should come out in black knight
2: oh agree yeah
1: I think I think we need more confrontation in between Final Fight and yeah. the incident with Spectre Knight. I think there is some time in between that we need to address. And I guess I guess that could be like them two in Spectre Knight like chasing the goons around the countryside, like trying to protect them and then get like getting in the way is the order of no quarter. I think because we're rolling with a party of three, I think we could do some, like, enemy tag teams. Like, maybe yeah. Plague Knight and Mole Knight or like, both. They have to fight them at the same time or
0: something like that. Ooh, wait, what if what if Plague Knight has the next, like, nug of wisdom? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Because he's crazy. Mm-hmm. So it could be something totally unorthodox that the other two don't, don't really... That wouldn't have thought of on their own. Maybe he knows
1: shit about the uh, the dragon cauldron. Or not the cauldron,
0: the chalice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's like an alchemy thing, and he's an alchemist. All right, I think think we want to fit all
1: of the order of no quarter. And obviously, we can't have like seven different mini boss fights in the (laughs) thing. Maybe we can group them into groups of three. So, like. Plague Knight, Mole Knight, and Treasure Knight, and then like Tinker Knight, Polar Knight, and Propeller Knight. And Treasure Knight and Plague Knight, and maybe even Mole Knight, because he knows about Treasure too, they'd all know information about the chalice that they could bestow upon. With Plague Knight, of course, being the the mini leader in them.
2: Can the solution be something really cheesy, like it can only be broken with the power of love?
0: Or with, yes. a, with a selfless act. Oh yes, yes, selfless <laughs> act. Yeah. You're so right, and that's how that's how uh fucking Black Knight does it. Cause his yes. first selfless act Ooh, is yeah, to break yeah, the chalice, yeah. not that's for it. yeah, not for Shield Knight, but for everyone else.
2: Yes, I love that, and I guess like, or cause we were saying Black Knight is the one who defeats the dragon, so I guess it doesn't count for Shield Knight because she's technically doing it. For Shovel
1: Knight. I guess it's okay for Black Knight to defeat the final boss because him being selfless is more important to his character arc because in S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight's arc, her, like, embracing the enchantress side of her, I guess that kind of solves her, her character arc, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, her being, like, a big bad, like, magical monster is kind of the...
0: The representation like, of her accepting herself. Yeah, she needs to learn redemption from somebody. Mm-hmm. Who could she learn redemption from? Who are the other knights that are left? After Mole Knight, Treasure Knight?
2: Polar Knight?
0: Oh, he's wise. Polar Knight's wise. Maybe he's the mentor who taught all three of them. Mm. Wait, Oh, that's really good. Because he looks big and old, and he's got a giant shovel. He's big and old, yeah, and he does have history with
1: Shovel Knight specifically, so it would make sense. I'm thinking, like, what would give like tinker knight and propeller knight more importance because obviously polar knight will be or propeller knight and tinker knight get more importance because polar knight will give them the wisdom but what are the other two do so maybe they'll give them like flying support to get to the top of the mountain because they can't get there otherwise in time, yeah. Something, oh, yeah something like that
2: i like the idea of them all grouping into like a little army
0: and propeller knight has like the flying ships you know so like i think all of these knights would be backing them for the final battle between them and dragon knight and a giant army of mutant rats
1: whose mutant rat uh, mutation serum came from the hypnotized plague knight so we got all these guys and also big chonky rats
0: big powerful rats (laughs) with (laughs) propellers because propeller knight gave them to him yeah
2: oh no we're gonna have to have Peta on set monitoring the action (laughs)
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. well oh dear so what does shovel knight say to shield knight that like you mean polar knight that's what i mean oh, yes yeah. i'm sorry i was looking at his big shovel <laughs> yeah <laughs> what does polar knight say to her because i feel like his wisdom has to give her the like last little bit of confidence she needs to embrace her role as like a protector and a hero He's very sage.
1: And, you know, he's made mistakes in his life, too. You know, he was yeah. part of the Order of No Quarter. And he mm-hmm. prob- he's probably a good guy before that. Yeah. So I think he's got to teach her about not just self-acceptance, but self-forgiveness. I don't think she's forgiven herself for, like, probably all the lives lost while she was the Enchantress, even though she didn't have any control.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, like, some... He says some, like, anecdote about all his dogs, how they, like...
1: Didn't trust him
0: after, <laughs> after he was, you know, part of the order of no quarter. But eventually, you know, after he forgave himself for what he did, he, you know, mm-hmm. did a good deed every day until all his dogs came back to him.
2: I like that.
0: Very, like, sage Uncle Iroh type advice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> sitting around a campfire.
1: Campfires are a very important part of... Uh, Super important. ...of Shovel Knight. Also, dreams at the campfire... Like, Mm -hmm. a big thing in the original Shovel Knight campaign is that he has dreams of Shield Knight falling from the sky, and he has to catch her. Oh. And she could probably have something similar, and maybe, like, Shovel Knight is falling, but right before he falls, like, the Enchantress appears or something like that.
0: Yeah. Or she's, like, a meteor now, instead of, like, falling. She's, like, a meteor that's about to fall on him. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so we could have,
1: like, dream scenes peppered in at, like, appropriate Absolutely. points, you know, in the beginning and middle. And then I think Polar, uh, Propeller Knight, and Tinker Knight can bring them on the Magic Flying Castle or whatever. I I assume they're filling them in on, like, what's the dealio? And they're like, oh, all the gold in the land has been stolen and they brought it to Pride Mar
0: oh yeah treasure knights definitely like they took all my gold (laughs) it's in Pridemore now
1: i think the uh battle with propeller polar and tinker knights the ones where um like black knight isn't saving civilians or whatever and like he's being Mm -hmm. very selfish yes but he's very concerned about her safety you know when she obviously doesn't need help so i think after they defeat you know the hypnotized knights they have
0: a talk of some sort
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, um, from on the sidelines of a campfire, they step away from it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to think that the entire order of No Quarter can
1: still hear them and are just like very awkward and hiding behind trees and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so they have their arguments, like, oh, you not fucking care about any, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't care about anyone <laughs> but me. She says something about the true meaning of a hero blah, 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 that we talked about. Yeah, uh, yeah. we've we've
0: mentioned yeah. this. She she tells him the reason she chose shovel knight over him Mm -hmm. that breaks his heart he leaves right
2: she only drops one f-bomb so we can keep our pg-13 yes exactly
1: (laughs) exactly i think they leave him in the campsite and they like go on the propeller, and he's left with tarot pen and he looks into like i don't know like maybe some kind of lake looking at his reflection (laughs) you know
2: in the shell of his turtle
0: but we established that he's he's shy and he could talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It'll be written in the script that Terrapin can totally talk, he just doesn't.
1: <laughs> right. Maybe he like maybe he doesn't talk at all. We don't know that he can like actually speak in his sentient until this point. And then he says like one sentence that's very
0: simple but very wise. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I just I love that, but I worry it will take away from the gravity of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just like, like if... imagine, you
1: know, like Peter Dinklage <laughs> giving it like another career-defining performance uh-huh. was, like such pain and misery and it like slowly turns into self-acceptance and he goes and he's like, Terrapin, what do I do? And then you hear like this turtle, like we haven't heard talk at all. And he's just like... <laughs> you got to be the hero that you've always wanted to be or something, some shit like that. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. You know what? I think this movie is goofy and like should be goofy enough to have that. So mm-hmm. I'm also that. we've, I'm I, I think
1: leading up to this, we've had like a lot of like tense scenes. I think we need some levity before <laughs> the final battle.
0: Here's a question. What should black knight do? That's the selfless act. Ooh, wait a minute. I, okay. I have a I think that a fully powered dragon monster knight I think he should be like invincible. I think he should be unkillable. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the only way to kill him is to destroy the chalice. And what and maybe our heroes don't know that yet, but it's like they learn it over the course of the fight where he's like destroying them. Mm-hmm. I think Black Knight needs to come in at the last moment and I think maybe since the king like king knight in his dragon form is like celebrating his victory or whatever he's like really he's really just trounced all of the knights and including shovel knight or, or not including shield knight shield knights like shielding them from his power and she's like struggling against him mm-hmm. maybe he's like you're struggling you're fighting so hard for all of these people i'll take away the one person you've loved or something and he's like about to kill shovel knight and then black knight saves shovel knight
2: oh yeah be like the ultimate redemption
1: Right, like, he yeah. pushes him out of the way, and he gets dealt the fatal blow. How about, so, like, he's about to kill Shovel Knight, and then he gets pushed out of the way, and, like, as, like, his claws or whatever, like, sink into Black Knight's <gasps> chest or something like that. Yeah, Like, yeah. all the cracks appear, and, like, his he starts disintegrating into coins. Just, like, breaking yeah. away, like, sand.
0: He's like, wait, what's happening? And then Black Knight's like, a true selfless act. <laughs> yeah. Oh hey, does Black Knight survive this?
2: We should think he's dead for just a second.
1: Oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we think he's dead and then maybe like later on we see that like he's in town or whatever and he sees them, but he just like moves on because he's like, I'm my own person now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like nods to them knowingly and then mm-hmm. Oh, what if he like
1: goes like sees like a little beggar boy or girl, then he like gives them some money to show that he cares.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Some money that from you know, from the giant dragon that Died into coins on top of him.
0: And then uh naturally, King Knight is fully becomes Jester Knight and is put in a dungeon. When
1: he's taking care of his rats, maybe he could say some shit like, Maybe I'll never be the king of knights, but I'll always be the king of rats. Something I'll always be like the rat kitchen. king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So Something good. sinister like that. And then, like, he grabs, like, his little, like, rats and he may- sorts them into, like, a crown on his head. But they're just, like, still living rats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I love that. So I think now we've definitely got this movie. We've cornered yes. it. We've, mm-hmm. we've made it. We've made it good. The Oscars are being mailed to our houses <laughs> as we speak. As we speak, yes. For best screenplay. Uh, are we ready for that recap?
2: Sure, let's do it. <laughs>
0: The movie opens
1: on a very classic storybook, well, fairy tale storybook, opening up the narrator, recapping the events of the original Shovel Knight game. And very slowly we fade in between the storybook to Shovel Knight himself, very brazenly, a little arrogantly, you know, telling the stories of his splendor, leaving out Black Knight just a little bit, enough to, you know, slight him. And so him, Shield Knight, and Black Knight, they're having like their thing in the tavern, being all merry, when they're approached by a, by a strange character, who is by the name of Jester Knight. And he tells them, oh, adventurers, you've, you've completed many things, but have you ever heard of the Dragon's Chalice? They say, oh, I don't know about this Dragon's Chalice. Shield Knight and Black Knight are a little wary, but the sh- Shovel Knight's very very into it, with his newfound confidence from becoming a warrior of legends. Jester Knight leads them down a path to this place called the, the Dragon's Cave, where the chalice lies, a place littered with feral rats that Jester Knight tames with his flute or bugle, and he prompts Shovel Knight to drink of the chalice. They ask, why don't you do it, you know? But he says, oh, only a hero of great legend can do that. So Shovel Knight takes the chalice, drinks of it. His armor clings to his skin and his skin turns blue and he grows scaly bits and claws and whatnot. Okay, so Shield Knight and Black Knight, they're horrified, what's going on? And then Jester Knight turns on them and uses all these rats to just like attack them. So full on fight with Jester Knight, the rats, and Shovel Knight, who is now Dragon Knight. It is revealed that Shield Knight still has some powers of when she was the Enchantress. She tries to use it to fight them, but she worries of getting too out of control, so she holds back. Jester Knight and Dragon Knight escape. After this, Black Knight suggests that that they go to Specter Knight so that Shield Knight can better harness her Enchantress powers. Specter Knight reveals to Shield Knight that she must embrace her Enchantress side more tries to teach her to use the powers once more as he was her right-hand man when she was the enchantress. So then we cut to Dragon Knight and Jester Knight hypnotizing the other members of the Order of No Quarter to, like, steal gold and ravage the countryside. Our party ventures off into... Some parts of the land where they come into conflict with Plague Knight, Mole Knight, and Treasure Knight. After some fierce fighting, they all, the uh, members of the Order of No Quarters, snap out of it, the ones who were there. And Plague Knight bestows upon them the knowledge about the dragon chalice and what they need to do to revert Shovel Knight back to normal and defeat them. And Plague Knight reveals to them that only a truly selfless act can destroy the chalice. They all gather around a campfire at the end of the night, and Shield Knight has a dream similar to the ones in the games where Shovel Knight is in slow motion trying to catch Shield Knight from falling, but instead it's from her perspective. and She as the enchantress is plummeting down towards him manifestation for fears of being overpowered by the Enchantress's power. She wakes up in cold sweat. All right, so they continue on their path to free the countryside, and they run into Polar Knight, Propeller Knight, and Tinker Knight. Some more brawling, some more battling, they learn more about what's going on, about how they're bringing all the gold back to Pride More Keep, building a giant mountain made of gold. During the fight, civilians are being constantly put in danger and shield knight's trying to protect them but black knight's just ignoring them because he only cares about protecting shield knight and when she's in danger he comes to her aid but she doesn't even really need it this upsets her greatly so after the fight and after they unhypnotize the various knights polo knight bestows the knowledge onto shield knight about forgiving herself accepting the darkness of her past, but knowing that that doesn't define her. They forge a plan to take Propeller Knight's ship to the top of Pride More Keep, but before they don the ship, Shield Knight and Black Knight have an argument. She reveals why she chose Shovel Knight instead of him when he thought that he was so much better. She's like, you know what, I don't want even want you in the final battle, get out of here. Lose my number. And so they leave without him, very awkward, all the order of No Quarter heard all of this. So they fly off, and near the campfire, which I imagine is near a lake for dramatic effect, Black Knight is talking to Terrapin, his giant, armory turtle boy, looking deep within himself. And then Terrapin gives him the knowledge of like what it means to be a true hero. Black Knight goes to the lake, he looks at his reflection, and he knows what he must do. So now we're at Pride Pridemore Keep, flying near there, just like rats on propellers and giant mutant rat monsters coming at them. They're fighting, It's crazy stuff going on, so they're fighting Jester Knight and King Knight. When it's revealed, Jester Knight comes out as he's really King Knight the whole time, he's trying to take all the power. And he's discards Shovel Knight and takes the Chalice, reverting him back to being Shovel Knight and takes it for himself turning into the very not clunkily name Dragon Jester King Knight and he is completely unstoppable even with Shield Knight embracing her enchantress side and unlocking her true power she not even her and all of the members of the order of no quarter put together could defeat this only a selfless act can do that but they're like what does that mean what can we even do and so they're fighting and fighting and then everything escalates and King Knight's just like oh you know what, I'm going to just shield knight, I'm going to destroy what was most important to you. Shovel Knight. And then he goes for, the, like, the final blow, he's going to kill me. When out of nowhere, riding on Terrapin, spinning at very high speeds, is Black Knight, who jumps in front of Shovel Knight, knocking him out of the way, and taking the final blow himself. A fatal blow, like, striking deep into his armor. But because it's the selfless act... The dragon, jester, king, knight guy, starts breaking up like cracks all over. Very magical stuff going on here. And on these cracks, he starts begins to disintegrate into flowing coins and jewels and whatnot. And the chalice is destroyed, and King Knight's reverted back to his normal self. And we give like a little like moment between B- uh, Black Knight and Shield Knight where he's like, "See, I was finally a hero." And he's about to die and he's like, oh no, oh jeez, it's a real tearjerker moment, and then Shield Knight's like, oh let me use my enchantress powers to maybe heal him. she tries and we don't know man, we just don't know if it's gonna work. Fade to white. At blog, still don't know like if Black Knight's okay. But you know, everyone's happy in the town, it's cool. Everyone's back together, frolicking. There's a, mo- There's a very tender moment between Shovel Knight and S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight in which Shovel Knight apologizes for his hubris the way you do, as a good boyfriend would, and they forget, they forgive each other, and then what's that? This hooded figure in the corner. Who's that approaching them? Takes off the hood. It's Black Knight. Come to reconcile with Shovel Knight over all this, this love triangle stuff, this trying to kill each other stuff. In a very magical moment, harking back to Predator, they get a very manly arm-in-arm handshake. post credit scene, King Knight, crownless, not really a king anymore, more of a fool, just rotting in a dungeon somewhere, but he still has his rats, you know, he's holding them, put it, making a crown out of them, putting them on his head. Well, I may never be the king of
0: knights, I'll always be the king of rats.
1: The end question mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't we haven't ended any of these episodes with the end question mark. <laughs> but really it's the end. Period. Yeah. And that's been
1: the episode. That's it folks. We've been Game Real. I'm Matt. I'm Cassidy. I'm Monica. Go play Shovel Knight. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. Year.
2: Happy
0: New Year. Thank you for listening to Game Reel. If you've got an idea for a movie about a game, send us a pitch. Our email is Gamereelcast at gmail.com. That's real with two E's. Our fantastic album art was made by Brit Soda's Journa. You can find her on Twitter as at ArtZoid, spelled with a zero instead of an O. Our beautiful theme music was composed by Chris Kirk. You can find him on Twitter as composerkirk and on Bandcap at composerkirk. .bandcamp.com thank you again for listening